0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. In this episode, we're going to be answering your questions about Walt Disney World in Florida, the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. So thank you everybody for tuning in this week's episode. We're going to take some of your questions and answer them about Walt Disney World specifically. Um, And I'm glad you guys are here to help me with these answers for sure, as always, because sometimes they get me in the weeds (laughs) and I'm not sure I know the answers to everything. So let's, Oh, let me explain real quick. These are questions that either have come in from previous episodes have come in through YouTube, through our comments, um, sometimes I go out to the disboards and look to see what people are asking and sometimes they're direct questions. If I don't get to your question, just know that we've probably saved it for a future show. Only so many we can do in an episode. All right, so getting started. Our first question. My family is planning a Disney vacation this year. How do we decide when to book? Is it best to wait for a discount or book now hoping for a discount? Tracy.
1: All right. Book now. Right. Don't hope for a discount. (laughs) Um, This is the thing. We are always saying, book when you know your dates. Book when you decide you're going. Um, We're finding that even with discounts, sometimes... Booking early is still your best price. So, for example, if you want to stay at a deluxe resort, there's a big range per night from a standard to a theme park view. Um, Standard always sells first. So, by the time the discounts came out, it may only be on theme park views. Therefore, the price is going to be higher than what you would have gotten at your standard.
0: We found last year, too, I apologize for interrupting you, but last year we found that a discount came out. It looked really good, but... People were booked under the old ticket price. Right. There was a ticket yep. price increase in between yep. the time that the, they booked and a discount came out, so the price was higher even with we the al- discount. We
1: also saw dining plan increases mid-year. Um, so there's all kinds of factors involved. So I still say book soon. Book what you want. Book what you can afford. Uh, you know, Book where your budget's at because if people are booking above budget, hoping for a discount, I think, first of all, your disappointment is going to be greater. Mm-hmm. But also, there's just no guarantee anymore. You know, we talked on a previous show about free dining and how limited that was to like something like 15 check-in days or something. So we don't know what's coming. So, you know, you have to book early. You have to get in. Dining tickets, we know they're going to increase. We actually saw last year, too, partway through the year, some resort prices increased. And we had never seen that before. Typically, once the resort prices were set, they were set for the year. That's no longer the case. So we're also seeing that change. So book early we say
0: this all the time book with dreams unlimited travel will help you get the discount um again what we have happened was with a latest release of discounts agents were able to go in and work with clients who were flexible on their dates Mm -hmm. so let's say you say okay i want um, a discount and the discount is now for two days after you're scheduled to arrive as long as your dates are flexible they'll work with you To help you get that discount and change the dates and make everything work out. So always book what you want now. Yes. It doesn't make any sense to wait for stuff to happen.
1: I can tell you the times where a client booked is getting exactly what they want discounted is becoming slimmer and slimmer because Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many limitations to the discounts we're seeing. Disney is putting them out not for your benefit. They're putting them out so that they can fill space they haven't sold. So we're often moving people to fit into that space if needed. And for a lot of people, they decide, no, what I settled on before at the price pay, I pay, that's the vacation I wanted. I don't want to change for a discount. So book early. The other thing is you're in our system. If you're my client, as soon as the discount's coming out, as soon as I've got wind that is coming, I'm already starting to prepare. And once that discount, like this last one, dropped at 4 a.m., you know, 3:45 in the morning, we're up thinking, okay, there's, I th- we think there's something coming. Um, so, you know, we're watching for you when you're our clients.
0: Yeah, the nice thing too is we have agents all over the country, mm-hmm. and so what's happening is you know people on the East Coast versus the West Coast who's seeing it first. Yep. You know, we're and we're always watching. Uh, all of the different channels out there. Who's chattering about it? (laughs) You know, there's um, travel agent stuff on Facebook Mm -hmm. and there's all this stuff out there and people will be dropping, I think this is happening or I know this is happening. So we're always in tune to that.
2: There's also a network of agents who help each other. Oh, within dreams for sure. So that if your agent is not at their desk, someone is watching your reservation for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are always helping each other. And I mean, sometimes it's, you know, we'll message, like I'll message a friend that I know is in a different time zone, say, okay, you got to get up now. <laughs> exactly. It's out. <laughs> get up. I know it's only 3 a.m., but you need to get up. Um, so we're always working together.
2: There was a discount that. That. that came out one time when we were in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <sighs> we still talk and about that. about 8 a.m., a hard front door flew open and Tracy screamed, <laughs> I quit.
1: I quit. He came stomping down the hall in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because on Hawaii time, six hours behind, those discounts were starting at one a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: You're up all night on hold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could fall
0: asleep on the phone. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So they have, So that's They're my. Fun. St-
0: They're fun in hindsight.
1: They are. Yeah. <laughs> right? sorry, it's sorry, almost like hindsight. yeah. You kind of forget, and then it happens again. <laughs> sure.
0: Book early, book as soon as you know you want to go, as soon as you know you can go, get what you want. It's not worth it.
1: Discounts are not a guarantee. Don't play
0: this game of discounts for sure. All right. Our next question. Lately, it has been harder for me to enjoy the parks due to my health. How do you know when it is time to rent an ECV? Should I rent one in the parks or from an outside company? How do I get to the parks from resort with an ECV if I don't get a Disney one? All right. Um we have some experience in this area.
1: We do. So Kevin's been Kevin's accepted the ECV earlier than I did.
2: <laughs> I have a knee problem. I have yeah. a knee problem and I have a drop foot from an, an injury in the eighties, nineteen eighties, not my eighties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna rent a Disney scooter, it's good from the front gate of the park till you leave the front gate of the park, and then you have to find your own way of getting to a resort. To
0: your car, to the To your car,
2: to the monorail, to the bus, that your scooter stays at the park. If you rent from an outside vendor, and there are several, they drop it off at your resort usually, and you pick it up there, and then you have the scooter for all of your stay, not just in the park. And there are people who will say, I can get to the front of the park, I'll just rent a scooter there. That's entirely possible, but you are also then... There are, on busy days, scooters sell out. So you are, it's a game of roulette. Mm -hmm. Um, If you rent a scooter from an off-property vendor, you are guaranteed your scooter, and you have it for the entire part of your day to the resort. Because you can, if you're staying at the boardwalk and you're staying at that hotel room that's basically in the backyard of France, you're still going to need a scooter to get from the front door of the boardwalk to your hotel room.
1: Talking about renting scooters as well, uh, Disney's has some recent changes. Um, Currently, as I'm saying this now, it might change tomorrow, Uh, Scooter Bug is the only company that has the contract. So they are able to leave your scooter that you've previously rented from them. They're allowed to leave it at uh, Luggage Services for you. You go to Luggage Services, you get it from them. You leave it there, they pick it up after you're gone. All other outside vendors... We'll still bring it to the resort and pick it up, but you have to arrange to meet them.
2: You have to meet them to yes, uh, exactly. pick it up
1: and drop it off. Yeah, and that's a re. There used to be three or four different vendors they yeah. were using, and now they've narrowed it down to just. Yeah. However,
2: the other vendors that are doing this oh, yeah. are fairly specific about a time. Yeah, it's not like you know you're getting furniture delivered where they tell yeah. you between nine and yep. six thirty at night with
0: you, and they know.
1: And when the, you're the other be thing there. is too, if you don't use a scooter or an eCV in your everyday life. Um, them dropping it off to you, they're also helping you out. They're nice. also showing you, you know, maybe giving you some tips on how to use it, how to care for it while you have it. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that you're meeting with somebody. I want
0: to go back to the beginning of their question, because I think this is an important part. How do I know when it's time to rent an ECV?
1: Well, I can answer that one. Okay. <laughs> because that's been my recent experience. Um, I got to the point where I noticed I was avoiding the parks. We would come to Disney, and I may do a little something, um, but I was missing a big part of the day. Or I found myself saying, I'll stay back at the room you go, Um, because I wasn't able to to the nature of my medical condition. I have... um, different issues that are causing you know stability issues but also um i don't do well with the heat i don't i don't have like endurance there's different things Uh. going on with me that make it not possible for me to spend even half a day in a park anymore so i was just avoiding it because i honestly i've been to the parks with my mom who's been in a scooter i've been to the parks with kevin who's been in a scooter and other travel um there was a time where i was taking ben to the parks in a wheelchair so i know what that world's like And I want no part of it as long as possible. Mm. Because riding a scooter in a Disney park, it's hell. I mean, people are not all people. um, So I don't want to classify everybody. But the majority um, are very unkind. Um, You're also... I'm already short, so I'm kind of used to a certain vantage point. But this makes me even shorter.
2: <laughs> this is one of my biggest problems. I've yeah. been looking at. I've been. I saw a man with a tricycle scooter. Yes, but the seat puts you up at eye level with yep. everybody else. Because if you're in a scooter, people talk over your head.
1: Yes, people. People talk to Chris. I'm sure people talk to John. Yeah. Right on and your behalf. You
2: are, or you are just excluded from the conversation. <laughs> right. That you apparently because you're in a scooter can't think or talk. Right. Can um, I
0: speak from the I want to speak from the perspective of the person who travels with the person in a scooter? You should think about getting a scooter as early as possible. Don't put it off. Because you're actually influencing their vacation as well. am just going to say, John said something to me one time. Because I
2: said, oh, I don't need a scooter. But what happens is, then I walk very slow. And John spends his entire time making sure I see curbs. I'm colorblind. I have depth perception problems. So John, Stand say, back. He's
0: mine. i <laughs> you know, to let you know. I
2: told you the other day, we're approaching 20 years. <laughs> you're in. Um, <laughs> the warranty's over. But what he said to me was, I relax if you're in a scooter. Right. That's from his point of view. Right. And all of a sudden that makes it very, uh, now I get to, now I think, well, if it's helping him, right. Right. It's
0: just, it's, I never thought of it. Well, you may still think to yourself, I'm not going to do this. I can still do it. I'm still, Mm -hmm. you know, healthy enough to do it. You're impacting the people around you from having a good time. So think about it that way. And I noticed
1: that. I noticed that, um, even though sometimes Chris would still go do things, he felt guilty about it because he was leaving me behind. Um, and it was really impacting. It was to the point where I was saying, I don't even know if I'm going to renew my annual pass. Like, I don't I don't know that I can do this anymore. Um, and so he kind of insisted. And once I did it the first time, it was a little bit easier. My opinion hasn't changed. People are horrible. Yeah. Um, it's surprising how you're not just dismissed, But people, I have been yelled at. I have been called names. Um, I have been. And this is just minding my own business. Um, People will, I had somebody literally hold on to the front of it as they were jumping over it, you know, to get, you know, wherever they were going quicker than I was. Uh, People blocking entrance doors, people blocking that little slab where I can actually get off the sidewalk. So I'm going
0: to give Chris a lesson (laughs) in the person who travels with the person scooter. I'm being absolutely serious. You have to sort of look ahead yes so when it comes to the curb breaks i walk ahead and i do the plow yeah so i plow through the crowds and make sure that he can get off the curb we go through a door i walk through the door first i've also learned
2: to follow john's i follow john's shoes and i actually when i'm in the scooter as i said i have depth perception problems and i'm colorblind so curbs sometimes sneak up on me. Um, that happened in Labity one time. We were talking about cruising, and I didn't realize it, and I was in one of the straw markets, and I went off a curb, and it made
0: quite, quite a sound. <laughs> the front wheel was down. Were you there with that? <laughs> his front wheel was down, and his back wheels were up spinning. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I missed all, <laughs> miss all the all the fun.
2: The other thing is, as somebody, I walk very slow, and be- so I don't trip. I spend my entire time, when I'm walking, studying the ground that i'm not missing a curb or a crack in the sidewalk this allows me the freedom to look
0: around a little bit we got a couple more questions so let's see if we can get through some more of these uh i am so confused by Mm -hmm. this boarding group thing for the new ride rise of the resistance can you explain it do i have to be in the park to get it how much time do i have to get there assuming get to the ride once my group can get on, and your group is called. I have so many questions. Can I
1: take this one? Sure, absolutely. I just did it. Um, and when we we had done it, if everybody's anybody's been following this procedure, you know that people were getting at the parks earlier and earlier. They were letting people in the gates earlier. And as soon as you could get in, you were able to get your boarding group.
0: Basically, as soon as your pass is activated. Right.
1: They changed that on the day that we went, so that they weren't opening up the virtual queue for boarding groups until park opening. So they let us in at about 640. Um, we were able to get in the park. A lot of people were rushing back to Galaxy's Edge. We didn't because what was the point we we're getting a boarding group. Mm-hmm. So we just Unless kinda hung they were out. Um so once you we tapped in, we had to wait till seven and then at seven everybody got to their phones. So at that point you open it up, open up the app and you can join the boarding group. It's even the playing field for everybody. People were arriving earlier and earlier and earlier. And I can tell you, we were out there that morning because we thought we had to arrive early too for quite a while, and it wasn't safe. I mean, there were people fighting. There were people pushing. There were people, like, it was not safe. Like, it was getting out of hand because there was was such a reason to get through because the earlier you got through, the better your boarding group or your better chance of a boarding group. So it became... It became an issue. Um, and there was a lovely lady in front of me with her two sons from New Jersey, and she had said hi. She'd watched the show. So she was lovely. And I felt worried for her and her sons trying to get through this push. Um, but anyway, I, I digressed. So, with the boarding group, as soon as you open up your app, it says join boarding group right at seven o'clock or what our, our day it was seven o'clock when the park opened, but whatever park opening is. You wanna arrive at the park early enough that you're gonna get through the gates by park open. So, for like, I think at this point, probably 30 to 45 minutes ahead, Craig.
3: Yeah, that's you're, generally you're gonna get, safe. Yeah. You're going
1: to get past the turnstile.
3: Oh, yeah, 100% open. you're going to get Because they're going to
1: open it. the gate early still. They're going to let you go so far. Um, so I would say if the opening time is posted as 8, I would not want to be outside in line any later than 7.30. And then once you get through, boarding group opens. You get your boarding group. You are free for that day. You do have to be in the park. Everybody with you that's going to ride the attraction has to be in the park. So tapping in is what gives you access to the boarding group. Once you have your boarding group, you're going to have a two-hour window from the time your boarding group is called to use it and get in the attraction. So a lot of people will get their boarding groups and then go to a different park or maybe go for breakfast or stay in the park for the day, you know, depending on your boarding group. Um, one thing I'll tell you, the day that we did it, you know, join boarding groups, not working, everybody's freaking out. Mm. And there was another button that said something about, I don't know view your time or your place or something it uh-huh. says so i thought in typical disney fashion <laughs> sometimes systems don't work yeah. and there's a back way in <laughs> so i chose something different kind of getting back and i ended up with a boarding group 10 which was great um but the boarding groups are amazing i think it's great i think is allowing more people to ride gives everybody a fair advantage by opening when you get in um and once you get to the attraction, they're only calling so many boarding groups at a time, once you get to the attraction, for us, anyway, it was a very smooth in. I don't think we're getting long queues. I think what, what maybe 20 or 30 minutes is as long as I've heard. No, I and
3: it's I would say about 60, 70 is the longest, longest It's can get oh, wow. yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's often, I guess it's still breaking down a little bit. Yeah, I can say that's So usually, there's, there's, there's breakdowns. Ha- yeah,
3: breakdown, well, right. or right after a downtime and it comes back up because anyone who missed their boarding group because of it or had to be evacuated from the queue, yeah. they can all just rush it and then cause a backup. So yeah. it's not... But you are absolutely right. It's usually about twenty to thirty minutes.
0: So you got in the park. Let's just say it's seven a.m. The park yep. opens. You're there. You got boarding group ten. Yep. What time was boarding group ten called?
1: We they didn't open the attraction that day until about seven thirty, quarter to eight, I believe. There were some earmarked owners in the attraction that morning, <laughs> and it was delayed. Oh, opening. you went the morning of
0: the <laughs> yeah. owner summit. Yeah. yeah. I did not. Do you know what they had to do? They would be in the parks at 4.30 a.m.
1: And you didn't go? (laughs) No.
0: I was lucky enough. I got to go to the media event and walk right on.
1: So that was happening that morning. So the attraction opened a little bit later. Um, So we park opened at 7, about 7.30, quarter to 8, they opened the attraction. At 8.30, we were out of the park. We had done the attraction. We were done. Wow. It was very quick. Once they started calling them. Wow. um, At that day, at about 7.40, all the boarding groups were gone for the day.
0: So 40 a.m.?
1: A.m. All the boarding groups wow. are gone. Okay. So they are going in the morning. Your commitment is to get there at opening. You may not get a boarding group until that night, which was fine with us as well. It didn't really matter. But if you're not there in the morning at this point, you're not going to get a boarding yeah. group. They are opening up waitlist boarding groups. I don't know what they're officially yeah. They,
3: them. They're the waitlist boarding groups that, you know, they, there is a guarantee. Not a, nothing's guaranteed, obviously, with a new attraction. Anything could ever happen with it. <laughs> But based on their best guess about how many ride vehicles they have, the reliability, the attraction, they can they can basically surmise that they'll be able to give out so many boarding groups during the day, and then have the wait list where extras can yep. uh, can take part in it too. And they might not get it, but you know, a lot of that was in. In response to when it first opened up, those first couple of weeks, where people that didn't make it into their boarding group that they were guaranteed to get into, you know, they were being given uh, they like were giving park admission yep. and uh, fast pass good for ten years for the attraction. <laughs> but you know, they've they've that's no longer right. in the running because of how they've made these changes. But uh, it's it, just the ride has come so far since those first weeks. I mean. They were struggling with ride vehicles when it first opened. Boarding groups were only going up into the low hundreds. Uh, Over the holiday week, I think they were giving boarding groups out. Granted, the hours were 6 a.m. to midnight, but they were giving out boarding groups all the way through, I think, the low 200s, like 230 or so. So a lot lot more people are getting on this ride now than they were a while back. And with the changes at the... 7 a.m. Everyone has gets in the lottery right at the same time instead of making it priority for those who were there first. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it's frustrating to people who are more gung ho and like, no, mm-hmm. I'd rather get there at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and be first in and be in boarding group one. But, uh, it's really, you know, to make sure people aren't doing that, I think it's a nice, fair system. So, so, so uh,
0: someone doesn't have a phone. How do they get a boarding group?
1: There are people there with, um, whatever their iPads, iPads or whatever are and they can help you get into a boarding group so
0: you go in at 7 a.m when the park opens and you go to see one of these cast yeah. members and they'll give you and they give group. you a boarding group then how do you know when your boarding group is called if you don't have a phone
3: they have boards literally scattered yeah. all around the park that tell you uh what the boarding group is and i talked about it on a disunplug show a while back but I would recommend keeping an eye on those as well as refreshing your phone. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to send a push notification to your phone if you have that set up. I have that set up for my Disney experience. I get push notifications all the time, whether it's photos, guest experience teams are in the park, blah, blah, blah. I did not get mine for my Rise of the Resistance. And if we didn't have a friend who texted us about it, we probably would have been, you know, an hour into our appointment by the time we actually noticed it. So uh, keep an eye on the boards around.
0: So your boarding group is called mm-hmm. wherever you are. You have a two-hour window to physically be in the queue. Yes. And so you're going through a turnstile of some sort and uh, showing yeah. some on your boarding group.
3: They kind of have a, a barrier set up with mm-hmm. cast members with iPads that will scan your park admission that is linked onto it and as long as it comes up that you have your boarding group and you're in that window then they will let you through so you're just you go in
0: your room. magic band and that'll prove that you're in that yep. boarding group mm-hmm. and then you get in and you're saying 20 minute 30 minute maybe an hour wait in the queue depending on mm-hmm. what's going on so but i'm surprised that you were for group boarding group tenant you were called so early
1: i don't think uh, they start at one I've heard different people say they start at four or six.
3: Yeah, I um, I have never met anyone who's gotten one, but I don't. I thought when it first opened, I was like, oh, they start at 10. And then I saw lower numbers. Yeah. So I'm the, not sure. Tr-
1: six is the lowest I've seen, so I don't know where they start. Um, but yeah, it was. Excuse me. It was very quick. And I think because when, as soon as our boarding number came up, we were right there, we were waiting to do it because we were going on to somewhere else. So we weren't somewhere else in the park coming so that maybe as the boarding groups get added, there's more and more people wandering from other areas and then backing it up. <laughs> we were still early enough that we were just. Walking right has there.
0: any of the times you've been there, the queue line been out of the queue past the queue. The, no. There? Okay.
3: no, no queue management has been yeah. really, really wonderful.
1: Good. Good, All really good, really here. good. All So good don't be scared of it. That's the moral. It's, you know, just make sure you tap in by opening. And as soon as you tap in, open up the app, yeah. join a boarding group, and go enjoy your day. Yeah.
3: And if you don't need to ride first thing in the morning, it, the lottery can make it that you don't even know if you're going to ride first thing in the morning. But if you're flexible and you're like, yeah, I can wait until later in the day. Yeah, you have probably about an hour to be in the park. Yeah. You're
0: never going to ride twice in one day, right? This is never it, going to be. It gonna,
1: wouldn't let me yeah, get into a second boarding board. group. Okay. I tried because there was still the backup boarding group was still open, so I wanted to know if you could. And I tried, and it said you've already been in a boarding group yeah. today. Okay.
0: Interesting. I was like, it's. I feels like Disney has really figured this out. Yeah. For this super popular I wish they had ride. done it with
1: Flights of Passage. Hmm. Because you know, unless you were willing to stand in line for four hours for the longest time, you weren't doing flights of passage. You know,
0: maybe they'll start using it for busier times of year. Maybe, and oh. then have it for other attractions. I as like it. Well. I
1: think I think they've done, I think they've done the best with a problem that's, you know, a huge problem in any theme park.
3: It's why Universal wanted to try this system and make it work, and they've been trying for years, and they chose it make it work with attractions that no one cared about, right. like Jimmy Fallon right. and, and fast and furious that didn't have the demand. And then they got too afraid to use it for Hagrid's when they really could have. So it's, it's a, it's a system that works well. And Disney just made it work perfectly. Made it work.
0: So one more question. Do you have to be on their Fi to make it? You don't work? have to be. No. And, be an, in and in
1: fact, I suggest maybe coming off their Wi-Fi. Oh, God, yeah, I hate their Fi. Yeah. I noticed a lot of people struggling um, and we came off the Wi-Fi and did it on our cellular. It's one of the it was first nice things quicker. that
0: if we're in a park or resort or something, and Kevin's like, I can't get anything to load. Turn off your Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because it's always so bad. Excellent. Thank you guys for that explanation. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. On to our next question. Will a Disney Resort still let you use the amenities, pools, etc., on your checkout day? Our flight home is very late, and we don't have a park ticket, and we don't want to just go to the airport and wait, or go to Disney Springs. So in other words, you know, I've got uh, five or six hours to kill. Can I use the pool?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're st- They still consider you a resort guest kind of until the end of that day. Okay. So even though you have to check out of your room, um, you can still enjoy the pool. And in fact, a lot of the pool areas have showers. You know, they have, you know, locker rooms, locker rooms and washrooms and showers and stuff where you could change. Um, so, yeah, absolutely enjoy the resort it's very common i think
3: well in the same thing goes for uh, concierge lounge you can use it if you're in a concierge room the the night before you mm-hmm. depart you have the concierge lounge all day and they think they close at what like 10 or 11 o'clock at night so if for some reason you have a really weird midnight flight you could sit up there till the second that you yeah. leave the airport you can get to all your Food and drinks and everything good like that. So,
1: and baggage services will hold any excess you have as well. Yep. Um, you know, depending on where you're flying to and your airline, there's also airline resort check in where you can check in for your flight that morning and they'll take your bags. Uh, so, there's different options, but yeah, definitely max Excellent. it out.
0: Good. We're gonna do one more question and then we're gonna stop this episode and then we're gonna split the rest into a second episode because we're going on a good length of time. So we're, we're going to do that. So one more question for this episode and it is how come when I go to book on Disney's website, the resort I want isn't available. And then after refreshing a few times, it shows up. Do you think inventory changes that quickly?
1: No, (laughs) no. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it's inventory more often than not, it's system issues. Um, we see it all the time as travel agents trying to book. We'll see sometimes availability online that for whatever reason, won't confirm we'll call. Oh, that was false availability. They love to tell us that. Yeah. Um, One of
0: the big things during this latest release I heard from agents was that, um, they would go to book a resort and get all the way through to the end and then there'd be like no price. Yeah. And it'd be like, oh, what does that mean? Does that mean it's sold out? What does that mean? So you have to call in and try to get the price available. just
1: it's a Disney system issue. I mean, the other thing is, too, I think if you're down to the last couple rooms available for a certain set of dates, that maybe as people are looking at them or holding them, you know, they're being pulled out of inventory and being put back in. So there'd be a lot of that as well, Um, but... No, I yeah. think the answer well, is that it's to my a glitch. World. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> the answer is that it's a glitch. I mean, yeah. it's th- it happens all the time for us. It happens all the time with almost anything you book through Disney. Yeah. You know, it happens through Cruise Line and stuff, too. You just got to, unfortunately, refresh and keep doing it and maybe try <laughs> a different Clear browser. Clear your browser. Your browser <laughs> try a different thing. browser. <laughs> right. Um, one of the things that uh, people are having good luck with is using the incognito mm-hmm. In Chrome. Uh, Option on your browser, and that's not allowing any cookies or anything Mm -hmm. to be stored. So they're having better luck with that. That is not, you know, the cure all for this for sure. You're still going to have this problem, but it's something you can think about doing if you're having this problem. Or you can let your dreams unlimited travel agent have all the frustration and the headache and pull their hair out and not know, you know, (laughs) if it's available or not. Let them do the work, and you just sit back and enjoy it. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. We're going to come back next week and finish up our questions and answers for Walt Disney World. Thank you guys for helping me with those. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.